We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Start me up with Roshini Cleric. Every one of us is still at risk from COVID-19. But every time we do the right thing, we're protecting ourselves and the people around us. So remember, we all need to take a step back. Let's make an extra effort to keep cleaning those hands and wear a face covering when you're shopping or on public transport. If you sneeze or cough, cover it or have a tissue handy. And download the COVID Tracker app to help reduce the spread of the virus. Because COVID-19 is still a problem and we're all the answer back and listen thanks for hanging on there I had to take a break we're, we're joined on the phone with Michael Michael Link Fran, I, I can take I can play guard you anyway I want to because you look at a salesman you're well able for it ain't you I'll handle I'll handle all right Fran, <laughs> yes, for sure and our, our policy is we're asking everybody to shop local stay local yeah, so, brilliant. And, and, and mind us that if everybody makes small as a bit of an effort this thing could be an awful easier down the, down the road Kenny Today Business with Fran Grinson, who says it as it is. Fancy some cash for Christmas? Want to hear more? Community Radio Kilkenny City is holding a special split-apart jackpot draw this Christmas. Envelopes cost the usual two euros each. You can enter as often as you like. The Christmas split-apart jackpot draw will take place on Friday, the 18th of December, with a guaranteed minimum jackpot of 1,000 euros, plus many more valuable prizes. You can play split-apart at our outlets across Kilkenny City, where you see the distinctive yellow boxes, at our studios at 32 Hebron Industrial Estate, and from volunteers and staff members of Community Radio Kilkenny City. Be in it to win with our fantastic Spit the Pot Christmas Jackpot Draw with a guaranteed minimum jackpot of €1,000 plus many more valuable prizes. You've got to be in it to win it. You're very welcome to the Start Me Up Business Programme with me, Roisin Leclerc. We a huge thank you to Kay Brennan there for keeping you company this afternoon and what great show that was. So thank you so much indeed, KB, with all your energy and upliftment. That was great to hear. And, uh, you know, we have a great line-up for you today. Um, you're very welcome to the Start Me Up Business Programme here on Community Radio called Kenny City. 88.7 FM, your only community radio station here in the heart of Kilkenny City. We have a full lineup uh, for our show for you today. I'll be chatting to two local startups who have been in business for the last few years and who both had to pivot, reposition, and reinvent them. One of them had to reinvent their businesses to adjust to the COVID condem- pandemic and restrictions. Later on in the program, I'll be talking and speak to Karen. Skidmore, a business mentor, coach and a business awards uh, finalist in 2020. And Karen is author of two business books and um, the first one was 
published in 2012. It's Shinny Shinny, How to Stop Being a Social Media Magpie. The second book, True Profit Business and How to Play a Bigger, How to Play Bigger Without Burning Out. And that was published last September. We'll be discussing the topic on the importance of a growth mindset for the uh, startup entrepreneurs. I'll also be chatting to Aideen Stevens from Synergy Pilates and how Aideen had to pivot her business online teaching Pilates classes to group session or one-to-one with clients. But first of all, my next guest has needs no introduction to the, the, the people of Kilkenny, and that is Margaret Egan, founder of the White Feather Centre out there in Bennett's Bridge, and now the White Feather Ladies' Wear and Holistic Shop. Margaret, you're very welcome to the Start Me Up Business Programme. Hi, Roisin. Thanks very much. Before we start, I have to wish you a very happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) And you're very much in demand, because when I was on the phone to you earlier on, we were talking, you had another local radio station phoning you as well, so you're in high demand, Margaret. (laughs) That's it, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes of fame. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret, you, like, you set up your business, I think it was the same time I started the Woman to Woman show in 2017, am I right? No, I actually started in 2018. 2018. Um, yeah, yeah. I knew it was around September. the same time, yes. Yeah, that was the, the White Feather Wellbeing Centre in Venice Bridge. So, um, you had to change for... and reinvent yourself now with yeah, Canvas. Yeah. Tell us about I, that. Yeah, I was out there for two years and uh, it was really fantastic, but unfortunately this year, due to the COVID, we had to close down like everyone else there for the first lockdown. And... Um, we opened again then, and it, the restrictions wouldn't allow us to continue with therapies or fitness classes or whatever. So, unfortunately, I just couldn't keep going. So, I had to close the centre, and that was that was a rough decision to have to make, you know, really. So, um, I ended up then um, reinventing myself, as they say, and um, took over the building here in John Street to do um, the holistic, white feather holistic um Sorry, the white feather ladies wear a holistic shop. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's where I am at the moment. I'm uh, spent the last five weeks um, getting it ready, and where I'm here today now, um, pricing and stuff like that. So getting ready to open next week, please God. But everybody would know you because you're opening up the same shop, the same premises that you worked in before. And yeah, it, it's the old Kushnoor shop, all right. Yeah, but it's completely different now. Mm. It's uh, it's uh, got a complete revamp. So oh, you wouldn't even recognise it, um, and that's so, all. But it's the same premises, all right, downstairs, yeah. But it's amazing that you know when you have somebody who's an entrepreneur, and you're determined that you are going to succeed. And it's really it's about staying viable yourself as an entrepreneur and as a self-employed businesswoman, isn't it? That is, yeah, absolutely. And um, I suppose I was looking at a situation. I'm 60 now, so I needed to look at something that was going to be. Um, sustainable number one which would be the big thing for me that uh, you know in, in the way things are these days with everything with green energy and everything to do with the greens and um, I suppose upcycling recycling everything else like that and this is an area which I like I've been involved with for a long time so um, it was coming into something that I already know and I had I kind of had as you said I was the manager here for eight years with the, with the um, charity shop itself but then I had my holistic side, so I just kind of, uh, I suppose, merged the two together and made it into one shop, really. 
And that is amazing that, you know, entrepreneurs and self-employed people, you have that energy to actually have that mindset to reinvent yourself and repositioning yourself and pivot your business. Yeah, I suppose we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Margaret, when will you be opening? Would it be on the 1st of December? Or? Yeah, well, depending on, on no, guidelines so- and everything, but at the moment we're geared for the 1st of December anyway. Um, Tracy Malay is going to do the honours for me and uh, open on um, the Tuesday morning at half past ten. So, um, unfortunately, the way normally we'd have a, to be all uh, balloons and whistles, as they say, but we can't do that this time, so... It'll just be literally cutting the ribbon and <laughs> hope for the best after that, really, you know. But uh, there'll be social distancing and everything like that. And the shop is big enough to allow, you know, at least 10 people at a time um, to come in and whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm gearing to anyway, the 1st of December. And, Margaret, tell us about the clothes. Uh, you'll be selling high-quality clothes. Sec- yeah, so it's more the high-end market um, with clothes. It's designer labels and... Um, you know, everything is, uh, there's a lot of a lot of vintage wear, I have a lot of new wear as well, and a lot of the shops and boutiques and some up the country as well have um, uh, donated clothes to me, so I'm very lucky. I've got fantastic clothes, just absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm gobsmacked, really, um, by the quality of clothes that I have, and um, I want to keep it that way because I want to keep more in the high-end market, um, and that, you know, because I want to, because of the holistics as well, the holistic side of it, I suppose, it would be craft and like, you know, homemade candles, your incense, your fairies, angels, all that kind of thing um, as well. But the clothes, <coughs> it will be ladies wear only. So I'm not doing um, uh, men's or children's um, and it will be your normal footwear, you know, dresses, coats, jewellery, handbags, that kind of thing. Well, I have plenty of shoes up in the attic that I can't wear anymore. And well, you I don't know think I've hardly worn them. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to go now. But these days with sustainability plus, people don't have the money to spend on designer clothes on, you know, your mainstream shop or online or whatever. that can be very expensive. Um, so I have them here and they'll be half the price of what they'd be spending there. You know, and plus I'm doing it for a good cause as well. Yes, tell us about the good causes. Yes, yeah, so um, I decided I wanted to support three local groups here in Kilkenny who don't who, who get nothing actually, um, very very little anyway, funding wise. Um, the first one is Mary and Brendan Pierce who do the Kilkenny Homeless Run, um, and uh, they do that to Dublin every Saturday. Um, Tracy Malay went with them last week, and um, Henry Shefflin went with them there uh, three or four weeks ago, and. They do that, all of their own that, and um, they also help people in Kilkenny where they get hampers together for them for Christmas, toys for kids, and um, all year round, just, you know, helping out with household things and that. And then that's that's one. And then the other one then is the Amber Women's Refuge. And, you know, everybody knows the Amber Women and what, what they do up there and the hard work that yes. they do. So that's the second one. And then the third one, which is the Relay for Life. I'm on the committee for that myself. So um, that's the third. So the, those are the three that I'm supporting. So it's a community shop. Um, you know, I'm not a charity, so I'm, I, I wouldn't be a registered charity, but it's a community shop to help the local community. You know. Can you just maybe clarify, what is a community shop, Margaret? 
Well, that's, that's basically what I'm doing at the community shop. Is, uh, we are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 uh, FM. So that's why I'm supporting the three of those. Oh, you give, fun- so yeah, right, what give you funding. Right. Yes, you give yes, funding exactly, to them. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. And people would know you too because you've been in the, say, maybe working in the charity shops for a, lo- a long time. So you have a very good reputation there. So you're actually just transferring your skills now from charity to community shop. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, more more or less. Yeah, that's it. And how long have you been preparing the new shop and getting everything ready, Margaret? Um, about five weeks now. I think this is coming into our fifth week. Um, because there was a lot of work needed to be done to it, needed to be revamped and painted, and you know the usual when you you take over a place and that. So, um, yeah, about five weeks. And are you all excited? Actually, since the lockdown. Since the lockdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in, in one way, it kind of did me a favour because I was able to have that time in order to get the shop ready, you know. And two, you know, out of every dark cloud comes a silver lining. Even though you had to close one business down, you've reopened and transferred your other skills into actually st- staying viable as a businesswoman and yeah. reopening up this shop. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, really. That's great, Margaret, because you know what? It gives it gives other startups a lift. Okay, something might not be working, but we'll change it to something that might work during... Yeah. And, and we're, we're all working with the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic is, um, you know, I mean, it's it, it put us all in a tailspin, really. And, you know, business-wise, it's just shocking what's going on out there, really. Um, for a lot of businesses, would close will never open again. Um, you have family businesses who have been there for years that are closing down because of the COVID um, you know you loans and bank accounts and things like that and it, it really has and I suppose it, it's not everybody it's not everybody that can do this to reinvent themselves um, to do something like this you know so I'm very lucky Yes, really, and I'm very grateful that I can that I have been able to do this, and um, especially as an old one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Margaret, I'm inspired because you know what? It just goes to show it, you're never too late to, to restart or, or start a no. new business or venture. No, no, absolutely. But I love fashion anyway. And I love holistic stuff. So yes, um, you know, and um, that's so like from the centre. So I, I'm kind of, uh, I suppose. It's where I feel comfortable and that, but as I said, it's not everybody can do this at the minute, so I am very grateful that I can do this and even more grateful that I can do it to help others, Yes, is the big thing, you know, because these these um, groups, they don't get that much funding as such, um, especially Mary and Brendan, you know, they, they rely on the generosity of local people to help them out. Definitely, and you know, the Woman to Woman show, which I present, we're very close to the Amber Woman's Refuge, so I'd be delighted in having you on and talking about that all uh, on the Woman to Woman show as well. Yeah, brilliant. Well, Margaret, huge congratulations to you. I, for one, as you know, my heart is in the holistics, as a holistic therapist, as well as on one of my hats, and I love clothes, as you know, so I'll definitely be popping into you. Lovely, lovely. That'd be great. Thanks, Amelia Roshi. Well, Margaret, many congratulations on your birthday and on your new venture, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you again. Yes, that'd be brilliant. Thanks so much. Thank you so much indeed, Margaret. Okay, Thank take you. care. Thanks you very too, much. You too, Margaret. Okay. Bye. Bye. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'll be talking to Aideen Stevens uh, of Synergy's Palaces of how Aideen is pivoting her business and going online. Do stay tuned. <laughs> 
listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roshni Cleric. You can call us on 056 We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roshan Cleric. You can text us on 086-353-7782. You're very welcome back to the Start Me Up Business Programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City, your only local community radio station here in the heart of Kilkenny. Don't forget we are streaming live on www.crkc.ie or you can text us right into studio on 086-353-7782 or you can get uh, Eileen on the phone on 056-7762-777 and we have a text from Miles Kavner and Miles says a great lady Margaret Roshan Shiran Kushnor like clockwork and I would highly agree with you there Miles and Miles thank you so much for texting him you are a great uh, supporter of us here on Community Radio Kilkenny City well my next guest is another local woman and who has set up her business here in Kilkenny and who also had to pivot her business uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic and struggling with the lockdowns and that is Aideen Stevens from Synergies Pilates Aideen you're very welcome back to the Start Me Up Business Programme Hi, Roisin. Thanks again for having me. Oh, well, Aideen, look, the, you, you're like Margaret Egan. Nothing keeps you down and nothing gets in the way of you keeping your business viable. <laughs> I don't know. I just say, just keep on going. Like, there's those means that go around, you know. I didn't come this far to only get this far. So yes. you just have to try and, like, you know, as Margaret was saying, like, not everyone can adapt and, uh, and change and pivot their business. So, you know, and that's unfortunate for a lot of businesses that uh, aren't going to be able to reopen. And like, uh, yes, we're, I'm closed down again uh, for, because of the restrictions. And But I'm just, I'm doing as much as I can online with Zoom one-to-one sessions. And I'm doing my early morning classes and a few evening classes as well. And my loyal customers are sticking with me. And they can't wait to get back into the studio as well, <laughs> back on the reformers. Oh, the reformers so, are great. <laughs> yeah, and it's unfortunate that some, and not everyone has a reformer at home. So, um, you know, I'm kind of like, reformer would be my main business, as you know, and um, um, the machine-based Pilates. But, uh, you know, we're do- I'm doing my mat-based online now and some yoga as well. And yoga trapeze as well. I'm teaching that from the studio. A lot of people have their own trapeze at home. So they tune in for that class as well. That looks really cool. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Uh, I I like different types. (laughs) That wouldn't be mainstream. So the yoga trapeze, like you're literally swinging out of the rafters. But it's great for your back. So, Aideen, like we said, you know, we don't know what's going to happen next week on the 1st. We don't know what level we're going into or who can open up. But you, as I said, You've really gone online because you can, you can do one-to-one, especially with people who have back problems or maybe injuries or yep. maybe because they need that, that sort of Pilates and that sort of attention and one-to-one to make sure that they're doing even like the biomechanics right of Pilates. Yeah, um, they, like you do, you know, and it, it, like there's so many people that do Pilates for rehabilitative purposes 
that maybe they've come over from physio or chiropracting or from surgery and they need regular practice in their life, but they need someone to uh, teach them properly how to do it. It's not something that they can perform on their own, especially if they're coming from a place of injury. So um, it's upsetting for them that the studios have closed again and they can't, uh, so they can't do their regular practice because um, a lot of people do it for, you know, it's rehabilitation or, or, or get keeping back pain at bay. So by going online, it's as good as it's going to get with online. It's not as good as in the studio, but, um, you know, you, you still get away with nothing. Well, I can vouch for that. <laughs> I can vouch for that. You miss nothing, even from the, the, the little finger, the little toe in the wrong position. <laughs> You have eyes like a hawk. So, <laughs> so yeah, we did like we try and adapt to as much as, uh, but you still get, uh, uh, you know, yes. uh, like it's not as best as uh, as good as the reformer. The reformer really gives your, your you the user great feedback. But Matt Pilates has lots of merits as well, you know. So uh, you know, I wouldn't, I, you know, it's a, so going one to one online um, or joining a class. Um, is a good way to keep you going and keep keep the momentum going with uh, rehabilitation or just your general fitness or for whatever reason uh, that per- a person does Pilates for. It really does lift the mind and ch- can change Pilates apart from rehabilitation or exercise. It can really change the emotional and mental stage as well after a session. Sure, it really does. Uh, you know, uh, exercise in general is a fantastic way if anyone uh, suffering from any mental health issues or just if the pandemic is really getting to them you know and lockdown you know we're, we've all got a bit of we're all fatigued of lockdowns now at this stage and we all want to get back to normal but you know doing exercise and you know pilates and yoga as well uh, would help give you that extra edge for relaxation as well because it just uh, takes away a lot of the tension uh, from the body as well that we might be holding it and we don't know and you just feel really good after Pilates. You know, it's just a great feeling after. And it's always a good idea to do it. You might go, I don't feel like it, but you feel great once you've done. Yeah, definitely. And I can vouch for that, as you know, these days. I go, oh, yeah. Adrian, I don't feel like it. I was, I was going to phone and cancel, but then I, t- I just didn't do it, didn't have the heart to do it. And then after the Pilates, I am feeling like on top of the world again. Yeah, that's great. And that's what we all need now in this pandemic. Yeah, we do. We all need to... Find something that we enjoy as well. You know, Pilates can be very enjoyable too. Um, it's one of those forms of exercise where a lot of people might try loads of different things. Uh, you know, they start things and then they might go, oh, no, I don't like it. But Pilates seems to be like, and I, you know, quoting some of my regulars, the diehards that come every week for years since I've opened it, they're like, this is the only thing they've ever stuck at in their life. Yeah. You know, in terms of uh, uh, their, their, their form of exercise that they like to do. And movement. Movement. Yeah. So, Adrian, what since you've pivoted your business and gone online, what classes do you offer online? Okay, so what I do is uh, just to change it up, like I do different uh, styles of classes. So what's quite popular with me, uh, which I started at the beginning of the first lockdown, is the early morning classes. I do at 7 o'clock, I do it four mornings a week. I don't do Wednesday, so Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning, uh, for a half an hour, um, Monday morning it's a Pilates class, Tuesday it's a yoga flow, Thursday morning it's a Pilates ab class, so in particular focus on the abdominals and and the spine, and then Friday it's a yoga lattes, a mixture, but it's more uh, work in the legs. We do a bit more leg because Friday is traditionally leg day uh, um, uh, w- when you're doing routine. So I offer that for you get the whole the four of them for ten euro a week, and if you miss one of the classes, 
Yeah, I can. I record everything, so you, I just email you the re, the link to record. And you have twenty four hours to catch up on it. That's brilliant. So, um, you know, and it's a good. It's thirty minutes. So psychologically, it's not a, a, a you know a big. It's hard. It's hard to a lot of people who find, you know text me some clients that just want to come back to my reform and they're like, I can't do online. I don't have the motivation to do online. But thirty minutes is enough. It's a nice yes. little kick start in the morning, and it doesn't mean that you can't do other things. So some people might be really active but this is complementary it can be just all that you need or it can be complementary to other things as well so the whole idea just wake that body up before you start the day before the sun rises and I think for all adapting not just businesses but the general public are adapting to how they exercise or how they get their mindfulness in or how they get the they, they sort of deal with the services that they usually um, go to uh, before the pandemic happened so we're all changing we're all getting used to this new normal way of living and working yeah like uh, you know we're all some people are getting more and more used to doing their classes online when they never probably would have done it Mm. prior to um, uh, lockdown but that's uh, you know humans we're great we're great at adapting you know to new situations and new ways of living Um, so um, yeah it is the new normal online is the way to go you know, being in studio, you can't be, you know, it's nice to have, be around people. And if you're a social creature, it's nice energy that, you you know, of people. And I miss the studio. I miss the, being around people. But uh, we also have a little bit of a chit chat at the beginning of a class and then at the end as well. So there's still a little bit of social. And then often, you know, people don't have to have their cameras on. Some people might be a bit self-conscious. I don't insist that you have to have your camera on. Uh, you don't have to but one to ones obviously yes we have a bit of a chat after you know so there is that uh, there's a social element to being online as well if that some people might go to Pilates for that too you know that need to connect with other people also so Aideen how do people get in touch with you if they would like to now avail of your online services either in a group setting or one to one classes well right now that because uh, I'm, I'm changing my booking software that's in the middle of, uh, of being done so I haven't linked that up with my website yet so I have the information on the homepage of my website www.synergypilates.ie and my phone number's there you can just send me a text or give me a call and uh, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you can send me a message or DM me there and um, that they can just book in that way. And it's just a, a bank transfer then until I have my new software. I've just gone for, I was on a different pa- a different software. I've cancelled that and I'm going with these guys, the legit fit guys. They're guys from Cork, so it's an Irish business as well. Gosh, but must they, get you yeah. on to talk about that uh, in the next couple of weeks. That, the different <laughs> yeah, <software. laughs> I think there are a few uh, businesses in Kilkenny using them as well. So, uh, but it's nice to support Irish as well. I was using American crowd, so I moved on to these guys. Uh, they just, uh, two guys that just started this up. They were in the fitness industry, so I'm just uh, setting up that software now. Brilliant. Well, Aideen, we've run out of time, but thank you for, for yep. so much for taking the time to come on to us today. And again, congratulations on how you are pivoting your business to stay viable during the, the restrictions and the pandemic. Thanks very much, Roisin, and thanks again for having me on. You're more than welcome. It's always a pleasure, Aideen. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're going to get, take a short commercial break, but do stay tuned because for all startups out there, you know what? We can get burnout. We can get... We-
our mindset and there's so much going on. The one thing everybody says about is we have to get our mindset right and there's such thing as a growth mindset and we hear so many things out there about oh you to be an entrepreneur you have to be positive you've got to be so proactive mindset and it can be really high energy. However I'm delighted to be speaking to my next guest and she'll be talking about the growth mindset for a startup entrepreneur. So do stay tuned with me and I'll be talking to Karen Skidmore next. You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Program with Roshan the Cleric. You can email us on info at communityradio.kennycity.ie. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. You're listening to the Start Me Up Business Programme with Roshan Cleric. You can text us on 086-353-7782. When you keep your distance, no matter how awkward it feels, you are protecting yourself and those around you from the spread of COVID-19. But when you drop your guard, when groups get together, when you shake hands or hug someone you love, when you step forward instead of taking a step back, you could become exposed to the virus and so could the people around you. Help drive the number of cases down. Keep your guard up. When you keep your distance, no matter how awkward it feels, you are protecting yourself and those around you from the spread of COVID-19. But when you drop your guard, when groups get together, when you shake hands or hug someone you love, when you step forward instead of taking a step back, you could become exposed to the virus and so could the people around you. Help drive the number of cases down. Keep your guard up. Every one of us is still at risk from COVID-19. But every time we do the right thing, we're protecting ourselves and the people around us. So remember, we all need to take a step back. Let's make an extra effort to keep cleaning those hands and wear a face covering when you're shopping or on public transport. If you sneeze or cough, cover it or have a tissue handy. And download the COVID Tracker app to help reduce the spread of the virus because COVID-19 is still a problem and we're all the answer. Fancy some cash for Christmas? Want to hear more? Community Radio Kilkenny City is holding a special split-apart jackpot draw this Christmas. Envelopes cost the usual two euros each. You can enter as often as you like. The Christmas split-apart jackpot draw will take place on Friday the 18th of December with a guaranteed minimum jackpot of 1,000 euros plus many more valuable prizes. You can play Split the Pot at our outlets across Kilkenny City, where you see the distinctive yellow boxes, at our studios at 32 Hebron Industrial Estate, and from volunteers and staff members of Community Radio Kilkenny City. Be in it to win with our fantastic Split the Pot Christmas Jackpot Draw, with a guaranteed minimum jackpot of €1,000 plus many more valuable prizes. You've got to be in it to win it. (laughs) 
Why not advertise with your community radio, Kilkenny City, as it puts your message into shops, restaurants, factories, homes and cars of a potential 40,000 listeners. So, we have something for everybody. Call today and book your spot with us. Or why not sponsor a program or a slot by calling the office on 056 or our sales team on 086 810 Community Radio, Kilkenny City is a voluntary and not-for-profit organisation. We all want to stay safe and protect each other from coronavirus. We do this by cleaning our hands, social distancing and covering sneezes and coughs. We can also do this by wearing a face covering. Face coverings help prevent people who don't know they have the virus from spreading it to others. They should be worn anywhere it's difficult to stay two metres apart, like shops or public transport, or when visiting anyone who's more at risk. Wear a face covering. Stay safe. Protect each other. See hse.ie for more. Every one of us is still at risk from COVID-19. But every time we do the right thing, we're protecting ourselves and the people around us. So remember, we all need to take a step back. Let's make an extra effort to keep cleaning those hands and wear a face covering when you're shopping or on public transport. If you sneeze or cough, cover it or have a tissue handy. And download the COVID Tracker app to help reduce the spread of the virus because COVID-19 is still a problem and we're all the answer. Everyone can join Ireland's fight against coronavirus by downloading the HS... Some of us are finding being outdoors hard. Keep in mind people with disabilities, including the visually impaired. Social distancing can pose... Hey, welcome back to the Start Me Up Business Programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. I'm really delighted to be speaking to my next guest because um, my next guest is Karen Skidmore, a business mentor and coach, author who is also the author of two books and is a Business Book Awards finalist for 2020. Karen Skidmore published her first book in 2012, Shiny Shiny, Shiny Shiny, sorry, How to Stop Being a Social Media. Magpie. The second book, True Profit Business, How to Play Bigger Without Burning Out, was published last year in September 2019. We're going to be discussing the importance of a growth mindset for startup entrepreneurs. Karen, you are so very welcome to the Start Me Up Business Programme here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, Karen, because I've been following you an awful lot on Twitter and a very good friend of mine, Breda Birmingham, from the uh, Midlife Women's Rock Cafe and Project, recommended that I connect with you. Yes, yeah, Breda was amazing. She came and joined our team for Embrace. I ran a, a virtual festival for midlife and menopausal women um, not so long ago, so yes, that's how I got to know Breeder. So, uh, so yeah, great to connect with Ireland. Oh, brilliant! Well, um, you know, I have, as you know, I'm a coach as well, but I'm also a startup, and I always find you get so many coaches out there and business mentors. Oh, you've got to have a business proactive, you know, positive, optimistic mindset. But that, nobody can have that kind of mindset all of the time. And you yeah. talk about the growth mindset. And can you tell us about that? What is a growth mindset? Yeah, it's really about understanding where you are at and where you want to be going. Um, like you say, it's these sort of motivational quotes that we've seen floating through our Instagram feeds and social media almost means that we have to be high uh, adrenaline pushing through all of the time but I don't, I don't know about anybody else but 
you know, I've certainly reached a point in my life that you just feel you can't be that happy and that out there all of the time. We are human beings, aren't we? We have up days, we have down days, we have roundabout days. Um, and a big part of having a good mindset, and I, and I avoid using the word terms like right mindset because I think that often sends people onto tracks about what's right, what's wrong. But having a good mindset to allow us to keep going um, is actually taking us through growth patterns, growth cycles. And, geez, after a year that we've had, I mean, having resilience and being able to dance our way and keep moving forward and find our ways to go the ups and the downs, the roundabouts is absolutely critical. I think that's one of the big things that I've personally learned through 2020. Um, you know, recognizing that it's not all about being up there and um, positive all of the time, but recognizing where you're at and where your opportunities for growth are. And you've also said, because uh, I've, I've heard you in, in, in your talks, that a gr- uh, as a business grows, so does our mindset grows. And we have to, mm. our business grows, we have to change our mindset. So we have a growth mindset in that sort of sense, don't we? Yeah. And I think this is it. When, you, when we look at patterns of behavior, sort of the, the opposite of a growth mindset, I think it's quite easy. Um, it's quite a nice way of looking at what is a growth mindset. If we look at the opposite, it's having what was, what's called a fixed mindset when we have a fixed set of beliefs that if we do this, we think that's going to happen. Um, and, uh, and if we are taking that sort of approach, that's kind of a, that can work very well when we're an employee when we are told what to do and we have certain targets to meet and we have rules to follow. But when we run our own business, um, we start to realize that these rules don't happen that way and we have to be flexible. We have to be able to um, go from A to B to C and then sometimes go back to B again and then jump forward to F and then come back to E before going forward to H. It can get really, really messy and I think that's what a lot of people don't expect when they start to run their own business, how messy it can be. And the more we can stop controlling and stop trying to have that fixed mindset of what things ought to be, actually just be able to recognize that we, there's a lovely phrase that I like to use, is that we build the road and the road builds us. Um, mm. We can absolutely need to have a plan and a vision of where we're going. But the individual steps that we start to take, we don't quite know what steps to take maybe a few weeks in advance until we start taking the steps for today, tomorrow and the next day. So we need to go big picture. We need to understand what our bigger vision is and spend our time thinking about what our purpose is. But to be helpful for knowing where to go forward, we also have to get very short term as well. So it's that ability to go long term, short term. And I often use the phrase as well, dancing, um, you know, sort of going with the rhythms and the flows of the ups and the downs. Um, and that's how we can have that growth mindset. So we grow as we grow. And, and as we learn to do more things, we'll understand what else we're capable of doing. Um, but trying to know it all at the beginning no. <laughs> is impossible. Impossible. It blows our minds. It can be very overwhelming for a startup, yes. especially um, maybe a startup entrepreneur who has no um, experience of business yes. or the corporate world to get, uh, before entering yeah. the, uh, and deciding to think about the concept of their business and launching it and then the early stages of growth. We, we know about our business and our product or service, but we don't know business. And that's where the mindset can become quite overwhelmed. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's breaking this down, and we can only know what we know at the time. Um, and um, you know, if we try and learn everything there is to know a business, um, it, we, we just procrastinate, and we and we and that overwhelm takes over. So it is about just knowing what we know at the moment, taking the next step forward, seeing what that, that takes us. What have we got to learn next? And that's why we can, when we look back after three or four years, we can look back and go, ah, that was my journey. But when you're starting out, it can feel like you're trying to push treacle up a hill. Um, and and when we just take that pressure off ourselves and go, do you know what? You just take it step by step, day by day. Um, it's incredible what you do discover about yourself and what you do learn. But you can't learn it all at the beginning. You just take it step by step, day by day. And how do we develop a growth mindset, Karen? Well, I think the first thing is, um, I think really important is a sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what? You know, we can take life and business so darn seriously. um, And um, yeah, but, you know, running a business is a serious business, particularly if you're starting a business to, you know, provide an income. You know, I mean, we're we're not talking about just, you know, uh, hobby businesses here. We're talking about people that set up businesses that it's got to pay the mortgage, pay the rent, put food on the table. So there is the serious side of business, but we can go too far with that seriousness. Um, so when we can have a bit of a sense of humor about it and laugh at the things that we do wrong, because we'll do plenty of things that we do wrong, um, that can really help us um, move forward with the growth mindset and, and, and allow us to go. And also have a sense of self. You know, the more that we learn about ourselves, um, the way that we are, the way that we work, um, the things that help us flow, the things that help us bring us alive. Um, self-awareness is incredibly important um, because that, you know, again, has been one of the biggest lessons. You know, I've been working for myself now for 15, 16 years, um, and the amount of stuff I've learned about myself um, is incredible. Um, so it's very much a personal development journey, I think. <laughs> I don't think... You know, if we, if we recognise at the very beginning how much personal development we do on ourselves, um, I probably wouldn't have gone off and <laughs> gone <laughs> the business in the first place. But it's a big part, you know, learning who we are and, and learning how we behave and what motivates us. Motivates us, and and that's when we can really start developing our business and and where we want to dis- where we want to take it to. And it's also true, you know, that we have to deal with different setbacks. Startups, we have to deal with setbacks, continuous setbacks, and maybe dealing with situations we've never experienced before and dealing with rejection in a business context, which isn't personal, it's a business. And that's a completely different, I think, skill set or mindset. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know what? It's very difficult not to get emotionally involved with your business because most people that I know that start their own business, it's, it's their baby. Um, you know, whether it's a product that you're creating or it's um, a service, something tangible or intangible. Um, the business, we are so wrapped up in it. You know, we care passionately um, about what it is that we want to do and the, and the clients and the customers we want to serve. So this is not about being unemotionally attached to our business because I think that's where you can go the other extreme and can get to... Um, uh, just too focused on the numbers and then it becomes something that you're going to be just making money out of um, and I totally get it you know that's how some people might want to run a business but for most people that I meet 
Um, they want to care deeply about what it is that they do and care deeply about their customers and their clients they serve. Um, so it's recognizing that we can't strip our, our emotional attachment out to business, but also having that, as I say, that sense of self and understanding our value and what we're there to create. Not everybody is going to, let alone love what we do, like what we do. Um, you know, I often think that, um, you know, most of us, if we try and be a bit more Marmite, uh, you know, the old marketing mm. analogy of love it or hate it. Yes. Um, you can't expect everybody to love what it is that you are offering, love what it is that you're selling. Um, and the, the more people that, not you don't want lots of trolls, you don't want people to hate you too much, but the more people who reject you, it opens up the opportunities for people that actually do want to accept you and do want to buy from you. If you try and please everybody, you please nobody um, and you don't make any money and that's where the business can fail. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's, we want to care passionately about what we do. We don't want to strip that away from it, but we do need to just remove our, our worth and make sure our self-worth is not wrapped up in our, wrapped up in our business because that's where we can stumble and that's where we can take things, um, you know, personally where, you know, it is, it is business and not everybody's going to love what we do. Um, (laughs) it's never going to happen. Um, we want to focus on the people who do love us um, and those are the people we want to work with. And Karen, it's also important to recognise too that as a business owner and as a startup entrepreneur, it's important not to take everything too personally, isn't it? Yes, although I, it's that balance as I said, you know, I think there is a, there's a large amount of parts of our business that we do want to take personally because we do care. Mm. Um I think what it is, it's not, it's not about saying don't take it personally. It's not to wrap up your self-worth in the business. That, that's the challenge I see people getting into. I say get personal because the more personal we make it, the more we care, the more we are likely to go out on a limb to um, provide the best quality service, the best quality product, whatever it is. So actually... I don't think it's about not taking it personally. It's not about getting wrapped up that if my business is successful, I am worthy. We are worthy no matter what happens to our business. Um, It's actually about really caring what we do. So it's a slightly different strand on that one. So I say get personal. Just don't make your whole whole worth on being a human being wrapped up in whether your business should be successful. And it, when you have that self-worth, as you say, and personal, you can then pivot your business as to what's not working to what can work and what will work. Yeah, you, 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 you can have a bit of perspective on things. And if, you know, with, with anything that you sell, there's going to be a life cycle to it. Um, sometimes that life cycle can go on for years and years and years. But again, our marketplaces are changing so quickly. Um, we don't want to get too attached to something that's working. And at some point in the life cycle of your business, things don't sell as well and we have to kill off products, kill off services. We have to innovate. We have to, um, you know, respond to what our marketplace is. Um, so sometimes things just don't work. Um, and that's because probably all sorts of different reasons. It could be the price point you're selling it at. It's the quality that you're selling at. It's the audience that doesn't want it. It could be your positioning. Um, it's actually just taking that more pragmatic approach to it and going, well, what else could I change? Is it a messaging? Is it a positioning? Is it a pricing? Is it a package thing? So there's always options to look at, but if we just keep hanging in there and going, right, I'm going to make this work, um, (laughs) that's where we can run ourselves and burn ourselves out with selling something. But uh, 
But yeah, so take a step back and and look at it pragmatically and go, what could I change in this? Um, If this isn't working, there are so many things that you can look at to change from a marketing and positioning um, proposition. Um, Just keep looking at the options. And Karen, you talk about burnout there. And I, a couple of weeks ago, I put it up on Twitter as well because I'm looking for startup books for, for startup businesses, and they're very hard to get. And I uh, was also reading to say that you have a great new book out. You've got two books, but the book that you launched last uh, September is your second book is How to Play the Bigger Game Without Burnout. Can you tell us about your book? Yeah, so this came from my journey of burnout and recognizing that. Um, you know, I, I write about my story in the book and it's all there about losing my dad to cancer when I was 40 and having a young family and I just I had the wrong business so what I was doing was I was I was without um, dealing with the grief properly I decided to throw myself into work and the, the product and the, the business model that I'd set up just wasn't working for my lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle and how I needed to be more aware of my health and well-being um, having two young children to be looking after as well. So what True Profit Business is, is looking at the business model and recognizing that you've got decisions to make. You do have choices to how you can make money from your business. There are so many formulaic, um, particularly those people who make work in the coaching or consulting or therapeutic marketplaces where you're selling services. There are so many formulas and six-figure, get-rich type schemes out there that get sold to these people. Um, And they think there's only one way to have a successful coaching business or one way to have a successful consultancy business. Um, And what I set out to prove was actually there was lots of different ways of running a business, but ultimately it starts with what it is that you want to get out of business, how much money and time you do want to earn from the business, Uh, what your creativity and flow and personality type is. Are you more of an intimate working one-on-one with type business or do you want to be working more in front of the computer and do more tech and more digital? Um, And actually what impact you want to make and look at what your purpose is and and what difference you want to make on the world, on the community with your clients. And from there, that's when you can make your choices on what kind of business model to run. So that's what True Profit Business is about, is actually giving you the choices to make so that actually you can have a business that you can work with rather than work against. Um, There's too many people, I think, that just think there's one way to make money, and there isn't. There's so many different opportunities. And with the the technology we have available and um, the opportunities of what the global marketplaces from our kitchen tables, you know, it's actually worth taking a step back. So True Profit Business takes you literally through the process of looking at the different choices, looking at how to work with clients and customers, and then gives you that business strategy to take um, based on what your desires are. Well, Karen Skidmore, I'm really looking really forward to reading your book. And I know that Karen Cardi from Karen's Bookshop is going to order them in for me so we can talk about it and tell all our um, listeners about the book in the future because we really do need uh, good start-up books and good businesses out there with practical, everyday, no-nonsense content in them. And so I'm really looking forward to uh, reading the book and uh, excited about telling our listeners about it. So... I really want to thank you for taking the time to come and speak to us on the Start Me Up Business Programme today. We really do appreciate that, Karen. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, I'm sure we'll have you on a lot more in the future as well.
Thank you. Thank, okay. thank you so much, Karen. That's all we have time for this week. Do stay tuned. Frank Tynan will be coming up with you next with Kilkenny Today. And until uh, Wednesday on the Woman to Woman Show, stay well and stay safe and I'll speak to you on Wednesday. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City 88.7 FM.